Hi ladies, welcome to Breakout Women's Bible Study. I'm Janice Moise. Thank you so much for joining me. My goal is to help you fall in love with the Word of God. I love my Bible and I look forward to reading it each and every day. Have you ever asked yourself, is this God speaking to me or it is just my own thoughts? The Word of God is the only thing that can divide between your spirit, your soul, and your flesh. On this podcast, we go through the Bible one chapter at a time. Today we are studying the fourth chapter of John. Please follow along as we read out loud. If you do not have a Bible near you, you can still follow along by downloading the Bible app. Once we are done reading the chapter out loud, we will pick out a few scriptures for our devotional time. Ladies, get your cup of coffee or tea and let's get into the word of God. John chapter 4 verse 1. The Pharisees heard that Jesus was gaining and baptizing more disciples than John. Although, in fact, it was not Jesus who baptized, but his disciples. When the Lord learned of this, he left Judea and went back once more to Galilee. Now he had to go through Samaria. So he came to a town in Samaria called Sychar, near the plot of ground Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there, and Jesus, tired as he was from the journey, sat down by the well. It was about the sixth hour. When a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, Will you give me a drink? His disciples had gone into the town to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, You are a Jew, and I am a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? For Jews do not associate with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is that asks you for a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. Sir, the woman said, You have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Where can you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well and drank from it himself, as did also his sons and his flocks and herds? Jesus answered, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks the water I give him will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I won't get thirsty and have to keep coming here to draw water. He told her, Go call your husband and come back. I have no husband, she replied. Jesus said to her, You are right when you say you have no husband. The fact is, you have had five husbands, and the man you now have is not your husband. What you have just said is quite true. Sir, the woman said, I can see that you are a prophet. Our fathers worshipped on this mountain, but you Jews claim that the place where we must worship is in Jerusalem. Jesus declared, Believe me, woman, a time is coming when you will worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You Samaritans worship what you do not know. We worship what we do know, for salvation is from the Jews. Yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For they are the kind of worshipers the Father seeks. God is spirit, and his worshipers must worship him in spirit and in truth. The woman said, I know that Messiah called Christ is coming. When he comes, he will explain everything to us. Then Jesus declared, I who speak to you am he. Just then his disciples returned and were surprised to find him talking with a woman. But no one asked, What do you want? Or why are you talking with her? Then leaving her water jar, The woman went back to the town and said to the people, Come, see a man who told me everything I ever did. 
Could this be the Christ? They came out of the town and made their way toward him. Meanwhile, his disciples urged him, Rabbi, eat something. But he said to them, I have food to eat that you know nothing about. Then his disciples said to each other, Could someone have bought him food? My food, said Jesus, is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. Do you not say four months more and then the harvest? I tell you, open your eyes and look at the fields. They are ripe for harvest. Even now the reaper draws his wages. Even now he harvests the crop for eternal life, so that the sower and the reaper may be glad together. Thus the saying, one sows and another reaps is true. I sent you to reap what you have not worked for. Others have done the hard work, and you have reaped the benefits of their labor. Many of the Samaritans from that town believed in him because of the woman's testimony. He told me everything I ever did. So when the Samaritans came to him, they urged him to stay with them, and he stayed two days. And because of his words, many more became believers. They said to the woman, We no longer believe just because of what you said. Now we have heard for ourselves, and we know that this man really is the Savior of the world. After the two days, he left for Galilee. Now Jesus himself had pointed out that a prophet has no honor in his own country. When he arrived in Galilee, the Galileans welcomed him. They had seen all that he had done in Jerusalem at the Passover feast, for they also had been there. Once more, he visited Cana and Galilee, where he had turned the water into wine. And there was a certain royal official whose son lay sick at Capernaum. When this man heard that Jesus had arrived in Galilee from Judea, he went to him and begged him to come and heal his son who was close to death. Unless you people see miraculous signs and wonders, Jesus told him, you will never believe. The royal official said, Sir, come down before my child dies. Jesus replied, You may go. Your son will live. The man took Jesus at his word and departed. While he was still on the way, his servants met him with the news that his boy was living. When he inquired as to the time when his son got better, they said to him, The fever left him yesterday at the seventh hour. Then the father realized that this was the exact time at which Jesus had said to him, Your son will live. So he and all his household believed. This was the second miraculous sign that Jesus performed, having come from Judea to Galilee. Let us pray. Father, we just thank you and praise you. Father, we worship you and honor you. We magnify your holy name. Father, we ask you, Lord God, for revelation knowledge of your word. We thank you, Father God, that we will see what we have not been able to see before. And so, Father, we just thank you and praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, today I would like us to focus on the portions of Scripture on John chapter 4, verse 46 through 53. Our topic today is take Jesus at his word. Jesus said to the Father, the man who was believing for his son to be healed, you may go, your son will live. The man took Jesus at his word and departed. A couple of months ago, at the height of the pandemic, my youngest daughter was going down the stairs when she tripped and fell. She cried for a little bit, but I didn't really think anything of it because, you know, kids fall and hurt themselves all the time. So I took her foot and I soaked it in ice to make her feel better. She spent the rest of the day limping, but we just thought that she would just bounce back the next day and it would be no problem. 
Unfortunately, the next day when I looked at her foot, it had gotten worse. She still had trouble walking on her foot. And then by the second day, her foot was completely swelled up. Her toes were all swollen. Now, I typically would have just rushed her to her doctor, but because we were in the middle of a pandemic, I decided to exercise some caution. I couldn't just run to the doctor's office unless I really had an emergency. So we decided to watch it for a couple more days. I had to carry her around the house and she is no longer a seven pound baby. And so I had to carry her around the house because she could not walk on her swollen foot. And we all prayed as a family for her foot to be healed, but we were not seeing much improvement. By the third day, something changed in her heart. She said, mommy, I believe that God is healing me a little bit each day. My daughter now had faith to be healed. And amazingly, her foot began to heal on that day. Her foot started getting better and better each and every day. And by the end of the week, her foot was completely healed. And she has not had any more issues with her foot. It took my daughter three days to believe. But everything changed once she decided to take God at his word. In this portion of scripture, Jesus encountered a man who was desperate for his son's healing. Now, I'm not sure if this father had other children, but it seems like his sole focus at this moment is on getting his son healed. He probably would have been willing to give up everything to see his son healed. This father came to Jesus to beg him to heal his son. He wanted Jesus to come to his house to pray for his son to be healed. But Jesus challenged his faith. Jesus said to him, unless you see miraculous signs and wonders, you will never believe. Jesus, in essence, was saying to this father, your faith is only based on your ability to see. Now, can you have faith without seeing? Jesus then gave this father the ultimate test. He said to him, you may go, your son will live. Now, at that moment, this father was faced with a major decision. Should he keep begging Jesus to come heal his son? Or should he take Jesus at his word? What happens if this father decides to take Jesus at his word, and yet his son does not receive his healing? Now, he could possibly lose his son because his son was at the point of death. But this father decided to completely trust without seeing. He could not pick up the phone to check on his son to say, is my son healed? He had to hold on to his faith until he saw the manifestation. He took Jesus at his word. Now, the scripture says that while he was still on his way, or I would like to say it, while he was still believing, his servants met him to tell him about his son's healing. And it seems like even then, the father still was dealing with a little bit of doubt because he wanted to check when the son was healed. And he discovered that his son was healed the moment he took Jesus at his word. It was the exact time that Jesus had said to him, your son will live. Are you struggling with your faith? This father did three things to get to a place of complete trust. The first thing that he did is that he sought Jesus. The second thing that he did is he received a word from Jesus. And the third thing that he did, he took Jesus at his word. Everything changed when he decided to take Jesus at his word. This father was dealing with a life and death situation. 
Now, very few of us are dealing with a life and death situation. Now, I don't know what you're facing in your life. That what areas of your life are you struggling to believe God in? But if this man, this father, can take Jesus at his word, could you take Jesus at his word? What will it take for you to take Jesus at his word? Now let us pray. Father, we ask you, Lord God, for the grace to keep seeking you. In spite of what it looks like, we will hold on to our faith. And we will trust you that all things work together for good to them who are called according to your purpose and will. In the name of Jesus. And so, Father, we thank you, Lord God, that we choose to trust you and that we will take you at your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Ladies, thank you so much for joining me. Remember, this is your breakout year. It is time for you to rise up. I believe that as you spend time in the word of God, you will laugh again, you will sing again, you will dance again, and your life will never be the same again. God bless you.